Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohit Baswani from Omnis Investments and here to take you through what's happened in markets last week. Of course, with it being August, markets tend to be a little bit more subdued. So today's episode is going to be a little shorter. Let's begin in the US, where stocks fell last week as investors worried about interest rates following a comment from a member of the Federal Reserve Policy Committee questioning whether inflation had really peaked. This means that investors continue to worry that the Federal Reserve will continue raising interest rates aggressively. On the flip side, economic data published for the month of July showed the economy was appearing to be more resilient than many expected. Overall, during the week, the S&P 500 was down 1.2%. Let's move to Japan next, where shares were solidly higher through the first half of the week as investors reacted to positive US economic data, despite the mixed economic data coming out of Japan and the weak data from China, which we'll talk about in just a moment. However, towards the end of the week, shares did fall in line with global markets on concerns of continued aggressive interest rate hikes in the US. Nonetheless, during the week, the Nikkei 225 ended the week 1.3% higher. On the economic front, the Japanese economy grew in the period between April and June, but did so by a smaller magnitude than many expected. Inflation, whilst low compared to other economies, remained above the 2% target for the Bank of Japan. Moving to China next, where stock markets posted a loss for the week in reaction to weak economic data, elevated levels of COVID conditions and drought conditions in parts of the country which were added to the gloom. The blue chip CSI 300 index, which tracks the largest listed companies in Shanghai and Shenzhen, fell 1%. Data during the week showed the Chinese economy was holding up more poorly than many expected and China's home prices fell in July for the 11th straight month. The number of COVID cases continues to increase and the government also issued a national drought alert as soaring temperatures threatened crops and industrial activity. Moving to Europe, where shares pulled back amid renewed fears that central banks would need to increase interest rates aggressively to stamp out persistently high inflation. The Eurostox 50 was down 1.2%. Inflation in the Eurozone hit a record 8.9% in July, and a member of the European Central Bank said that the Eurozone's inflation outlook had not improved since July's large interest rate hikes and suggesting that an aggressive interest rate hike is on the table next month. And finally, wrapping up with the UK, where the FTSE 100 ended the week up 0.66%. The UK's headline inflation rate hit 10.1% in July, fuelled by sharply higher food costs. Now we can also look at the core rate, which excludes food and energy, but this also came in quite high at 6.2%. Meanwhile, underlying wage growth in the UK rose to an annual rate of 4.7% in the second quarter, that is between April and June. However, if you factor in inflation, regular wages declined 3%, and this is the fastest drop since comparable records began in 2001, which of course is adding fuel to fire on the cost of living crisis. Unemployment rose to 3.8%, but job vacancies decreased somewhat, suggesting that the labour market remained tight. And this is something that the Bank of England will continue to keep an eye on. That's it from me today. As I said, a shorter episode today. Now, next Monday is a bank holiday in the UK. So we will be taking a break from the podcast and I'll be back again with you on the 5th of September. Till then. 
This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.